0: Hello everybody. Tonight it's the conference that got too many teams into the dance last season. Okay, that's my one. Maybe I might do it again uh, last time I bring that up. But we're bringing you the impact returners, transfers, and of course our world famous tiers for the Big Ten. Recording live from somewhere, this is one and done. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the co-pays. The office
1: is open, my friends. Brought to you by drrodo.com.
0: It's time once again for everybody to come aboard that green screens media train. Welcome to the one and done Big Ten preview powered by DrRodo.com. I am your humble host. My name is Jay. Heinrich, the conductor of the aforementioned Green Screens Media Train. You can find me on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Elon's hellhole at Dr. William Cannon. And let's jump over to the Captain El Capitan himself. He is the captain of the Green Screens Media ship. Follow that man on X at MC Holland 34 The OG Money Mike, that's Mr. Mike Holland.
2: What it do, baby? what it do baby i think it's 18 days almost 17 when i go to yeah. sleep tonight till this yes. college basketball season starts and i am ready we only have two more conference previews after this it felt like an eternity to get through all except for uh, i believe we left the ivy out sorry ivy maybe next year uh but yeah i'm looking forward to it and i uh, got a bunch of work coming up uh gonna be posted on dr dropped drop the top 25 Check out some of the older articles. You know, my final top 300 transfer big board was finalized, thank God, last week. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Let's not bury the lead. We got 14 teams. We got to chat. It was about. the
0: final, final, final <laughs> top 300 board, of course, over on drroto.com. And of course, last in the intros, but first in your hearts, he's the Baron of Bread of Green Screens Media that you can find. In those Twitter streets at Fantasy Nav, he is Eric the Blue. That is Eric Aramov. What's happening,
1: man? I can't believe it is already around the corner, right? Like, like Mike talked about, where we're we're wrapping up our conference preview series. That means that the the work just shifts, right? We're getting ready for some of our betting previews. We're gonna have our DFS shows queued up here before we know it. And I I know Mike Mike's been getting busy. Out there punching some satellite tickets, right? So we're we're already ready for a very big day for that opening tournament on DK, and we are we are not the only ones that are ready. We have got a fully loaded comment section. We got Let's go. Thomas jumping in here saying what's up. Hey. We got Grady G saying hello. Grady is Grady's new here. Hey, Grady, what's up, Grady? Grady? Definitely let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you have any questions. Without fail, Kalen's ready. <laughs> straight into the right there. veins. Time right the for range. the Big Ten. Right there, Don't baby. you dare call it the Bug Ten. No, no. <laughs> it's the Big Ten. got J- Riley few times. checking in as well. It's yeah, the Big Ten. Will. Fully loaded here for an awesome conference preview.
0: Let's go. Thanks for shouting Man. out in the comments and showing up. You too can leave a comment in the live chat and we'll flash it up there on the screen. Follow all of us on Twitter. Like and subscribe on YouTube. That's the best thing you can do for us to do your part in the green screens media universe. And shout out to our guy at The Real Napier, our guy Chris Napier, who's come on and done some work for us. Uh, the green screens media family becoming a big part of what we do here digitally. You can find him over on TikTok as well at Get Green Screens with our top 20 countdown. So do not miss that. We are in the middle of that, just like we are in the middle of these conference. Preview shows, so let's get right to it tonight with the Big Ten. Last year, Purdue comfortably won the regular season uh, crown by three games, and then, of course, went on to capture the double double by winning the conference tournament over Penn State, sixty-seven to sixty-five. All right, I hit on it. At the Here top. we go. <laughs> yeah, this is my time. Um, yeah, eight bids. Be nice. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Bids. I I, uh, I do not want to, but I will be. Okay, eight eight bids to the tournament. Uh, of course, Purdue got the one seed. Indiana with a four seed. Northwestern and Michigan State seven seeds. Maryland and Iowa were eight seeds. Illinois was a nine seed. And Penn State, of course, a ten seed. Uh, I don't have a problem if you get that many teams into the tournament, but I, I think we'll probably hit on the lack of advancement here in a little bit. But uh, overall, though, this was the number two ranked conference by Ken Palm Metrics. 13 of the 14 teams are inside the top 100. So I guess top to bottom, you know, you can make a case. And then, of course, Minnesota's there too. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, how about some headlines, Eric? We always start with our guy, Eric the Blue, on some headlines. So give us the headlines for the Big Ten and get us rolling tonight.
1: I will but before I even jump into that we got Mitt checking in little little Scott okay. in here on Wisconsin appreciate you swinging through let's know what you think of the breakdown as we get into your team later in the show but yeah the the headlines like you mentioned Jay are uh you know just how expansive this conference's bids were last year right eight teams made the tournament but only one Mr March himself Tom Izzo made the sweet 16. Will, you know, will they get another eight into the dance this year? You know, if it it feels like if they do, I mean, just mathematically, they should be primed for a better outcome for March, right? I I feel comfortable saying that, right? Like if if they're going to get that many teams in, the odds will be in their favor that more than one of them will make it out of the first weekend. But also on merit alone, like there are some heavyweights in the top five preseason poll with Purdue, with Michigan State again, right? So obviously – you know, we we have to think there's a a brighter outcome for postseason play for for this this league. You know, the the, the question mark around Purdue is is fair. Last three seasons, they've lost to three <laughs> double digit seeds in the first round. It is a pretty triumphant feat, but I, I think I think that their you know their chances of the ball bouncing back in their way is pretty favorable. You know, one thing to keep in mind is whether or not they actually get eight at all, given how you know, how much the the rest of the, the country and these other leagues have have kind of changed their picture, right? Big 12 added four more teams. Mountain West got stronger. You know, the ACC had a down year last year that, you know, opened the door for, you know, some of these fringe teams to make their way in. So, you know, after after a pretty populated conference appearance, legitimate question as to how many make it in and how many will advance into the second weekend. And now that I've had a chance to study the tape, I'm actually going to jump in and steal Mike's bit here a little infringement. Oh, I'm going to talk about some of these freshman classes. <laughs> the, the the Big Ten, you know they they didn't go nuts on uh, on on, the, on these transfers, right? It seemed like a lot of the the heavy hitters were coming in from the ranks of the high school. You've got Michigan State; they have their number five composite ranked class. Jeremy Fears and and Xavier Booker are are headlining that class. We actually broke down that class in our recruiting specials. That is all in a playlist here on our YouTube channel. We've also got Ohio State retained a bunch of its, a bunch of its recruiting talent from the prior year, adds another top 10 class headlined by combo guard Tyson Chapman, uh, forward Scotty Middleton, right? And Indiana, they they went and bagged themselves a, a five-star. We've got Mackenzie Mbacco coming in, you know, can be a pivotal player in their season. And look, the... The guy that, you know, what is gonna to have to be the the main piece or he's a considerable piece for for Maryland, Deshaun Harris Smith, right? You know, coming in, probably gonna see some some run pretty quickly. So all these guys, you know, they all have fairly considerable opportunity as soon as this season. It's it's gonna be fun to see which ones step up and, and really take it by the horns.
0: Man, you didn't just commit gimmick infringement. You just ripped the whole thing away from him. I love the breakdown of the of the incoming
2: freshman there. So, Mike,
0: no freshman to talk about, really. So where are you going to go uh, with some headlines now?
2: Uh, yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, I'll go with Michigan and their roller coaster of an offseason. Yikes. You lose Hunter Dickinson and that whole drama. The Caleb Love saga that uh, Jay got uh, fully invested in there for a little while and they missed the tournament last year. That's that's fair. <laughs> that's definitely fair. Um, so what is Coach Juwan Howard and his squad going to do this year? Uh, we're going to talk about them a little later in the show, and then I got to circle back to the conference as a whole. So my question, does this style of play in this conference work in March? 32nd in tempo of all the conferences, seven teams are ranked below 250. The country in tempo only two teams in the top uh 100 here. So, look, the the, for the last you know, I mean, forever now, big men have been very prevalent. Uh, we see it littered all over you know, preseason all American list again this year, where it's one guard and four big men.
0: But guard
2: play, Jay, is so critical in in March. Is yeah, I mean, so my thing is. Who's going to step up in the guard play in this conference is going to be huge. It's nice to have these big men, but Oscar Shibway, Zach Eady, these guys haven't gone very far in the tournament, right? So maybe that's just a uh, a coincidence. But kind of the style of play doesn't lend itself when you when you run into you know some of these teams that get up and down and shoot threes. I mean, yeah, that the three ball in college is almost like four points. So yeah, we'll see. We, hear,
0: we we hear, you know, they talk about college being the land of the big men, right? Because they're sticking around longer in NIL and whatever the reasons are. But like you said, Mike, it's not necessarily the the way to win games in the tournament. Um, with, I mean, it it. it the guard play still matters, right? Definitely does. So, all right, we got another comment here rolling in tonight. Uh, well, yeah, got Mason
2: you. here, Mason, Mason. This is Nebraska's it. year. Let's go. To Huskers, okay, that's huh? uh, that's a little bit of a hot take uh, that we'll hit on, but uh, welcome, Mason. <laughs> uh, welcome and then Mason. Back, Mason, Mitt's back too. Yeah. AJ Store, guys. We talked about AJ favorites. Store. Yes. And yes, please stick around because. Uh, <laughs> I got something in store for this <laughs> uh, for AJ store. Uh, in, in store, store yeah. Uh, I see, yeah. There we go. Didn't yeah, see that well, one coming. Well, Yee- Didn't see that one coming. All right, right Kalen's in here too. I think we have a good amount of dynamic guards in the league this year. Definitely not as much as the other leagues, but more than historically. And yeah, we're gonna kind of talk about that. There's a lot of guards that we're gonna chat about, which I think makes this league a little more interesting than Jay. Uh, has been banging on them for the last couple of years. (laughs) Maybe.
0: Understandably so. I don't know that there's a big argument there, but I do think that you're right. And we will hit on that definitely. Okay. If you followed us through this journey with our uh, conference tournament – I'm sorry, our conference preview shows, I should say, we always hit the Impact players returning. So let's start there. We're going to give you some trio, four trios to be exact. Four trios of players, and then a quad box across the league. So the trios will each be at the same school, and then uh, get to that oh quad box. Let's see what the graphics department has pulled up tonight while they're doing that. I will let you know. We are starting with the Purdue Boilermakers with Zach Eady, Fletcher Lawyer, and Braden Smith. Of course, Eady. There's we don't really. He's, he's pretty good. He's the man. He's 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 decent. <laughs> he's seven feet four, and you can't. <laughs> teach that 300 pounds okay but he's not like when you think of 7 4 300 it's like i think of like mark eaton
2: <laughs> zach
0: Eady is not mark eaton okay mark eaton could not carry edie's gym bag okay this is not don't think of it don't let the size throw you off this is an all-around player here 22.3 points 13 boards and over two blocks per last season of course and in in a fantastic season and and player of the year awards Fletcher Lawyer, the combo guard, 6'4, 180 pounds, 11 points, and 2.5 and assists last season. And then Brayden Smith, the uh, point guard, 6'175, 10 points, 4 boards, 4.5 times, and 38% from three. All right. I mean, if you're going to go ahead and make history by losing to the 16 seed. At least you're the first 16 seed to ever lose. That's bringing back the National Player of
2: the Year. Congrats, Purdue. There you go. All right. Killing them softly not tonight, Jay. Killing them softly. Not so, look, that that's uh, that's one way to look at it. Um, I look at it from this perspective, though, on Purdue. And I've been back and forth on this. And I put the number five, which is, I mean, lower than what a lot of people are putting them out uh, in my top 25. I think they are going to be uh, better overall and have a better uh, tournament in March. But, I look at last year's preseason expectations. They were not ranked. We didn't know if Zach ED was going to play 30 minutes a game. We knew that he was going to dominate if he played 30 minutes a game. And then their backcourt was consisted of two freshmen, Lawyer and Smith. So to say, you know, what they, they kind of overachieved, I feel like last year, and all those expectations, right, came crashing down that they still shouldn't have lost to FDU. That's a whole other story we could talk about for another hour. To me, that they were always a year away. Um, so they were kind of ahead of schedule. Uh, you know, Edie's a bona fide star, you know, Smith and Lawyer, they now have a season under their belt. Uh the sky's the the sky's the limit for these guys, right? I mean, backcourt play is so, so cr- they couldn't figure out how to dump the ball into Zach Edie against a bunch of dudes that were 6'6. So, like that just comes with experience and, and knowing your system. And now Lawyer and Smith, I think, have a chance too. Uh, you know, really, really have a redemption season, uh, especially, uh, especially lawyer, right, kind of faded away towards the end of the year. Um, but Braden Smith, man, like not a lot of hype preseason uh, came out and balled out. And of course, you have the national player of the year. So yeah, I'm liking this team. Uh, I don't think we're going to be shocked uh, by another double digit seed. But I, I don't know about the ceiling, uh, you know, to, as, as a final four team, uh, if you, if I had to pick one from this conference, we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, i given given them a hard time, obviously, but the talent's there, and I like your assessment of them being even ahead of schedule at that point. Like, to be a one seed, I don't think that was necessarily, you know, that wasn't written in the stars. I don't think that's something that they sort of earned throughout the season and, and and you know, played played well and up until that point, an unfortunate way to, to end their year there, but yeah. Lots to be excited about there, Purdue. And then, of course, the uh, the other team uh, that people think of at this point uh, in this conference, along with Purdue, is, of course, Michigan State. And it's January, February, Izzo is what we're still going with here because, of course, it doesn't matter wherever Michigan State gets into the tournament. It, you, It's not a team. If they're a seven seed, if they're a two seed, if they're a ten seed, you don't want to see this team. But – Talking about guards here, we had two guards on the first trio. We got three guards on this trio with uh, A.J. Hogard, Tyson Walker, and Jaden Aikens. Hogard, 13 points, six dimes. Walker, 15 points, three dimes, 42% from three, and chipping in a steal per. And then Aikens, of course, the combo guard at 6'4", 190, 10 points, and shot a spicy 42% from Three. I know Mike has been very, very vocal about this being one of coaches, those top three rosters on paper. And Eric, it starts with this backcourt trio.
1: Yeah, look, this was uh, a trio that had a lot to do with their deep run last year. Now they are back for another season, another year in this system. And, you know, this this roster really, I mean, it feels like they kind of have it all. We'll we'll spotlight these three. You know, each, each one of them kind of gives, you know, a, a different – Different sort of wrinkle, right? You know, it, it creates versatility, it creates stability across this roster with Hogart, you know, coming in at six four, two hundred and ten pounds, like one of the, you know, strongest guards in, in the entire country. You know, his his outside shot can probably improve a little bit, but you know, his his ability to use that weight to get into the lane, to get to the rim, you know, that's that's something that, you know, makes him a legitimate playmaker. Walker is entering year five. He's you know he's he's arguably the best scorer of the bunch. You know he can he can handle he can you know he can play point a little bit. So you know a lot of a lot of things to like about his game. And with with Akins, I mean he's he's your sniper right? Like he's your knockdown outside shooter. You know these these three together like the 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 way that their games complement each other is you know is is a really dangerous collection of of, of talents and skill sets. They obviously know each other well. You know having played in the system. Obviously, very comfortable with Coach Izzo and what he's trying to do on the court. So, you know, like, like you, t- like you mentioned off the top, like this, this roster feels like it, it's got it all. It's, it's, it's all coming together, and and that has a lot to do with the play of these three guys.
0: You know what I love about Hogard is he's slump proof. Like, cause even if the shots off on the outside, yeah. he'll just get just go to the, just get to the basket. And yeah. then if he's not doing that, he's still getting you six times a game. Yeah. Like he, he's contributing scoring to his team in some form or fashion no matter what is going on and that's just one of the reasons why he's so valuable that and he's constantly banging around the other guards and <laughs> yeah. wearing them down as the game goes on nobody wants to play against that guy yes yeah, uh, no same. guard you know and you don't want to get to you don't want to have to guard him for 30 minutes but uh yeah of course it looks like we have a uh, another comment here yeah, sliding in let's Ethan's go what do
1: we <laughs> Lizzo, the, the best, best Lizzo coach Izzo. In the big ten. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, yeah, look, the little
2: Nebraska fan there. Yeah.
1: Whether whether or not that's a typo, I mean, Izzo's gotta be feeling good as hell heading into the season.
0: It's about damn time. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Good good
1: as hell. Very good. Very good. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Call that a twofer.
0: Can we move on now from this one? Can we go? Yeah, let's
1: Save ourselves. From this. All right,
0: moving on. Let's get over to Ohio State. Bruce Thornton, Roddy Gale, and Felix Alpara. Um, Thornton, the point guard, of course, 6'2", 215 pounds, another big guard, 10.5 points, 2.5 dimes, and 38% from three. Roddy Gale, the wingman, 6'4", 210 pounds, 4.5 points, and 43% from three. Obviously, thinking he's going to see a little bit more run there. Felix Okpara the big man, 6'11", 235 pounds, four points, 3.7 boards. Okay, a couple of those stat lines don't exactly jump off of the page, I know. However, let's take into consideration these are all true sophomores that have been waiting on an opportunity and they are going to get it in spades this year. Outside of Thornton getting some run at the end of the year, um, it's time, Mike, for these three to get their turn uh, from a top ten recruiting class the year before.
2: Yeah, absolutely, uh, nailed it right on the head. Right, the stats aren't going to jump out, uh, but what's going to jump out uh, is the talent, um, and it just needs to be put on display. We saw, you know, a pretty pretty good amount of Thornton towards the end of the year. Okara, uh, you know, got a couple of starts there. Zed Key had the injury. Uh, You know, you lost sensible, right, to the draft. uh, But these guys are so young. They're so talented. I was banging on the drum when Ohio State fans did not, you know, were trying to get rid of uh, Coach Holtman, and it does not make a ton of sense to me. Uh, But when you look at Thornton, right, I think he has a chance to really break out, uh, become one of the best point guards in this league. I mean, strong on both ends. uh, And then, like I said, we saw flashes of him being big time towards the end of last year. And then Roddy Gale's got the biggest upside. Uh, He's a great shooter. We only got to see a little bit of him. Um, so, you know, what else is left in the bag, right? For him. That's uh that's to be seen. And then Opara, he got some good run, uh, like mentioned with key out. I was impressed, especially on the defensive end. And look, you're getting Zed key back. He's a solid player. I think that you've kind of seen the ceiling of Zed key. Like he had a couple of, I remember the one Iowa game where he went absolutely berserk uh, but you kind of know what he is, right? He's going to give you, you know, 11, 12 points. He's going to give you six, you know, six, seven rebounds. going to play, you know, 27 to 28 minutes. Uh, I think these three guys uh, right here, along with the incoming freshman class, uh, another top 10 class that you mentioned, Jay, uh, opportunity to get this program back. And I think, you know, hitting the reset button, uh, you know, for Holtman a little bit here uh, after last year, right? Like going to have to give these guys some time to develop. It's going to be a very dangerous team, I think, come uh, come big 10 play. So, I'm excited to see this trio and, and some of these other younger guys get after it.
0: If if these let's say these sophomores don't take the next step forward, how warm is is Coach Holtman's seat?
2: I don't think it has to be warm, man. He's been such an excellent offensive basketball coach. I mean, I don't know if he's ever finished outside the top fifty in offensive efficiency uh, since he's been at Ohio State. So, look, you're you're not gonna. It's tough to be great every single year. Uh, so I think you know well this year, you know. We, we project them to, to do pretty decently. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. But I, I don't think the seat's going to be very warm. I, I don't know. But, yeah, it's Ohio State fans, right?
0: Ohio State fans sure does think so, or might think so, I would imagine. Um, but, yeah, I, I believe in, in what Coach Oltman's doing there, obviously. This is, this is a nice trio here to go on. Uh, Ohio State fans, Michigan State fans, uh, Purdue fans, hop in the comments. Let us know what you think. Uh, how we broke down your players here, your stars. Um, yeah, how about one last trio, right? We had four trios here. Let's get to the last one here in Maryland. Let's go to those Terrapins with Jameer Young, Dante Scott, and Julian Reese, one guard here, and that's Young, the six-one 185 185-pound combo guard, averaged 15.8 points, 4.6 rebounds, 3.1 assists, and 1.3 steals. little chip, a little dip there. Like our Eric likes to say, Dante Scott, the forward, 6'8", 230 pounds, with that Kevin Willis body, eleven point three points, six boards, and then Julian Reese, a little bit too. So you got a six nine. you think the forwards that in the forwards that go and they line up. You think that that Reese gives him crap for being like six nine and six. So, anyways, <laughs> they're both two thirty. Reese averaged eleven point four points, seven point two boards, and of course swatted away one point two blocks. Per Eric, this is about as solid as a big three as you're going to find in any conference. And these guys are back for a run at a big 10 title.
1: Yeah, it's it's super solid. And they're they're in prime position for that run. Right. Like coach, coach Willard has done an absolutely phenomenal job with this program, not only bringing in this talent, but but also developing it. Right. I'll, I'll start with with Jameer Young, you know, one of the top guards in the entire conference. He He's he's lethal off the dribble. He can just completely break you down. He can get to his shot pretty much anytime, anywhere. Uh, you know, uh, candidly, I'd, I'd like to see him use some of those handles to get his teammates a little more involved. Right, kind of dish after he breaks someone down. But if if nothing else, you know, a guy that can get to his shot at will is always going to have a role to play. In in terms of in terms of Scott, like he's he's heading into his fifth year. You know, he's just he's an absolute bruiser, right? Like he can he can stretch the floor a little bit. You know, it, it didn't show in his efficiency last year, but he's just got so much experience. He's he's really the lifeblood of this this entire team. And and of this trio, you know, Reese is probably my favorite of, of the lot, right? Like really took a big step forward around the midpoint of, of last year as an undersized five man. He's the player that I have in mind when I talk about Coach Willard really developing these guys. You know, Reese is super, super aggressive. His offensive game is continuing to grow, right? Like there's still some upside there. And, you know, based on what we've seen over the course of this offseason, feels like it feels like he's going to carry this momentum into the upcoming year. And and really, I I kind of think that this Maryland team goes about as far as his ceiling goes, right? So shout out to Coach Willard. He's he's got this squad in prime position, and and these three are gonna be a, a ton of fun to watch.
0: I wouldn't be surprised to see Reese's stats at the end of the season look something like 15, eight, one and a half blocks, like just a super, super solid line. And I, that might not even be a ceiling, you know, on a night in and night out basis. I think Reese is going to flirt with double doubles most nights. Um, it's it's going to be fun to watch. looks like we got some more comments. They're rolling in now. What do we got, boys? Ooh,
1: getting a little <laughs> spicy.
0: Overrated. <laughs> we got it
1: overrated. I think that's about – Maybe about Lizzo, the, the, the musician. <laughs> no way I'm Maybe about Izzo, the Lizzo. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and then Kalen's looking forward to this uh, this Maryland-Nova game coming up. Yes, yeah, that yeah. that that's going to be a good one. That one, one is going to be splashy.
2: Ooh, good Thomas stuff. in
1: here, too, again.
2: Oof. Nova has no chance. <laughs> oh, I think he's, <laughs>
1: he's run deep, my guys. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Love go. Good
0: stuff. Thank you all for hitting us up there, interacting in that – Comment section that live chat, we appreciate it. Keep it up as we move on now from our trios to the old boo 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 boo. Jay's that's a quad box, <laughs> that's the quad box sound. Oh man, you know, it's this is this is what I'm talking about here. Taryn Shannon, Xavier Johnson, Jaden Epson, of course, it's boo booey, my guy. Boo-boo-y. Look at him there, it's boo booey. Look at him. All right, but why don't we? For the sake of the graphic, let's go to the top two players. Mike, I'll come to you first with Terrence Shannon and Xavier Johnson. Of course, Shannon, the 6'6", 225-pound guard for Illinois, 17 points, four and a half boards, just under three dimes, and just over one steal per. And then Johnson, the 6'3", 200-pound guard from Indiana, 10 points, five dimes on 37% from three and 1.2 steals. Mike, absolutely critical pieces for both of their respective teams to get back
2: yeah absolutely and we gotta clean up uh, a little bit here that jaden epps we talked about him last year that is definitely chucky e. hepburn uh for our resident wisconsin guy that's watching we do know uh, yes uh, sort of <laughs> cleaning that up for sure and but yeah you talk about illinois so i'm with shannon here um i could have gone with coleman hawkins I just, with Shannon, like, he's just so versatile. Um, kind of a weird year last year because they didn't really have a point guard. And that's kind of a question mark this year. Um, feels like if he could make an outside shot, he would be in consideration for Big Ten player of the year. Uh, but I think he's a great asset on both ends of the floor. Look, like, I love him because I've watched him play so much in the Big 12 with Texas Tech, right? Coleman Hawkins, reason why I didn't want him on the list is because of consistency. I just feel like he's just so inconsistent. Um, You know, kind of complains to the refs. I I like his game. He's a very good passer for his size, but I think if this team wants to go, uh, you know, far, um, you know, not only, you know, in in the Big 10, if they want to go far in in the NCAA tournament, I think Shannon has to be an all-conference first team, uh, which he is a preseason first team player. Uh, He's got to be that and a little bit more. And then you look at Xavier Johnson. Like his season was cut short last year, uh, which was uh, you know kind of disappointing, right? Um, he was playing playing pretty well, and he's gonna have to have this leadership for Indiana. You look at the Indiana roster. There's no TJD. There's no Race Thompson. There's no Miller Cobb. Guys that you know we've just been accustomed to talking about, right? It's gonna be some young guys. Uh, Eric hit it off the top. You know, Mbako. Uh, Ware is transferring in from Oregon. So these guys are gonna be doing some heavy, heavy lifting he's got to make the game easier for these guys. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how aggressive Xavier Johnson is throughout the year. Uh, he's definitely someone that can, you know, shoot the three, he can get into the lane, he can create, he's capable of putting up a, a really good season. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, How aggressive is he now that there's not TJD and now there's not Jalen Hitchfino, um, and some of these other guys that have kind of been on the roster for a little bit. So uh, both of these guys are going to be very critical uh, if they want to make a run for the uh, Big Ten title for sure.
0: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, I'm I'm like Anchorman guys. If you put it on the teleprompter, I'm gonna read it. So Jaden Epps got the extra shot out. Of course, it's Chucky Hepburn
1: on the Wisconsin.
0: Like <laughs> we go, Chucky Hepburn, six two hundred ninety five pound guard, twelve point two points three dimes, and 1.5 steals, all while shooting 41% from beyond the arc. And then, of course, Boo -Boo Booey, 6'2", 180-pound guard from Northwestern, 17.3 points, 4.5 assists, and 1.1 steals, and just made an appearance in our top 20 returning players countdown. Eric, we've got one guy here looking to cement his legacy and the other trying to create one.
1: And I get to I get to do my best Jay impersonation. Of course, it's Boo Booey. He's out here looking to cement his legacy. Look what what he's done with his with his career thus far is truly remarkable. Right? He he brought the Wildcats to only their second NCAA tournament bid in school history last year. Tremendous leader. He's he's a lights out shooter. He's an excellent scorer. He just makes the guys around him better. He he did lose his running mate in Audige last year, but. You know, he has a roster, you know, he has a roster around him and has a, a real opportunity to, to cement his legacy, not only in in Northwestern lore, but in, in college basketball lore. So going to be a ton of fun to watch him play this year. And for, for, Hep- for Hepburn, right, like, you know, now's his, his time. He's, he's heading into his junior year. He has the opportunity to really step forward as, as a leader and bring this team back to the tournament. You know, he, he led the team in scoring last year. You know, he he is he has a more than capable front court at his disposal with Tyler Wall and, and Stephen Crowell. You know, they they can certainly make things happen. Now that he's a junior, you know, you'd like to see him pull it all together. I, I think he's the type of player that can, you know, the, the thing that really hampered him in, in seasons past is was was his decision making, right? You know, there there were a couple of times where you know he he made the wrong pass, you know, he he let a ball get away from him, whatever it might be. You know, I, I think heading into this upperclassman season, we see him tighten that up, and and that can be you know all the difference for this Badger team.
0: Rounding out our impact returning stars to the Big Ten: Terrence Shannon, Xavier Johnson, Boo Booey, and of course, apologies once again to our guy Chucky Upburn. There, making the list. Make sure. You do your part in the Green Screens Media Universe. Smash those like and subscribe buttons. Just a little click, 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 click. Tell the hoop heads in your life about Jabrosi's season basketball here, bringing you the good stuff, man. I can't wait. I love these conference preview shows, but I cannot wait for us to start breaking down DFS. Like, oh man, this is we're gonna be we're gonna be coming to you for the big slates. And of course, we've been coming to you for the big and small conferences, doing the big ten tonight. Shout out to everybody that's hopped in the live chat with us of course if you're watching a little bit later on weren't able to stay up late past my bedtime anyway to be honest uh, you know out here in central time zone it's where i'm we're pushing 11 here but we're bringing it to you anyway we do the returning stars every conference preview now let's get to the impact transfers a five-man list tonight starting with keller ware Transferring in from Oregon to Indiana. He's seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. 6.6 points, 4.1 rebounds, 1.3 blocks. He just happened to fall at ooh, number 10 yeah. on Mike's top 300 big board. Mike, earlier, he talked about losing TJD and Race Thompson. So, you know, at this point, where is going to be counted on. I, I, I don't want to – heavily is probably <laughs> – the correct way to put it here. And uh, we'll see if he'll be able to tap into that potential that we know he has.
2: Yeah, so much potential. Uh, I mean, he's a top five consensus prospect uh, just a year ago. I mean, he's got a unique skill set, um, really both ends of the floor. Uh, he can change the game with the shot blocking ability. He can step out and shoot the three. So, yeah, I, I'm ready to see him. Obviously with Oregon, uh, not really sure what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, I probably would have played him 30 minutes, but I'm not going to challenge Dana Altman, right? Um, <laughs> you know, his ceiling as a player is, is potential lottery pick. So, you know, if you're going to replace TJD, I, I guess a potential lottery pick is uh, something that you want to shoot for, right? And uh, that's what he's going to bring to these guys, and we'll see if they can unlock his potential. And, yeah, for them to get to get deep into the tournament, along with Xavier Johnson's leadership, uh, this guy's going to have to, to put up more than six points and, and four boards a game for sure. Uh, and he's going to have to be a force on the defensive end. So I'm looking forward to it. He's one of the guys that I am going to be, first couple of weeks of the season, I am going to be paying attention to very heavily to see how he's fitting in.
0: All right, let's plant our flag right now. I want points and rebounds averages <laughs> oh, for where. What do you, what do you Eric, I'll come to you first.
1: Let's do it. Let's say he gets 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Let's say he gets 30 minutes. minutes. If he's getting 30 minutes, because <laughs> this team's got five stars up and down the roster, man. Yeah, um uh, so 25 He's definitely minutes. in double-double territory, right? Pretty easily. I mean, I don't I, think so, but I don't I don't know. I don't know if, if he gets the the shooting stroke going all that quickly, I'll I'll put him at 14 and 11 if he's getting 30 minutes.
2: All right. Yeah, I'll go yeah. I'll go 16 and 9. Uh just cuz it's to be tougher for him to rebound in in the big 10.
0: It's I'm gonna meet. You, I'm gonna meet you in the middle. I'll I'll say sixteen and nine. Wait, what yeah. did you just say? You said like sixteen, 16 nine, and, nine. Just 14, no, 14 and nine. I got fourteen. No, fourteen and nine. I one. I got the points and the rebounds here. from Mike. Fourteen and nine is is my guess there, uh, for where. All right, moving on now. Marcus Domask, forward from Illinois, who transferred in from Southern Illinois. Six six, two hundred fifteen pounds. For Southern Illinois, he averaged sixteen point seven points, five point seven boards. assists on 35% from three, which is right there. If you know me and you've heard me talk, 35% is where I prefer my shooters to be number 60 on the top 300 transfer board over at DrRoto.com. Eric, he's an all-league player from the Missouri Valley, and now year five, bringing his game to the Power Conferences.
1: Yeah, and and the the name of that game is is versatility, right? Like the versatility is what this this team was missing last year, and and Damask really really brings it in in, in spades, right? You can slot him in at the wing, you can you can you know, make a bunch of different things happen for you in that position. And not only do we have his very impressive career in the Missouri Valley Conference, there's also a ton of chatter and reporting that he's just lightened things up in camp. Over the course of this offseason so you know a lot of a lot of reasons to be excited about him coming into this ally program and you feel you feel pretty good about the the transition overall right a lot of times with these with these dudes jumping up to the high majors from the mid-major ranks we have to you know we have to at least consider how their game will translate you know the the competition in the missouri valley is is no slouch i think they were 16th uh in in ken palm rankings last year they had three teams inside the top 100. His former team, Illinois State, was one of those. But nonetheless, like, he's he's banging around with some serious, some serious rosters there. And I think that game's really going to translate nicely this year for the Illini. Let's
0: move right along now to Olivier Kamwa, Of course, now with the Michigan Wolverines transferring in from Tennessee, 6'10", 240 pounds, Averaged 11 points and five boards for Rick Barnes last year. Number 38 on the top 300 board, Mike. After, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, up and down to <laughs> a roller coaster, if you will, of an offseason, the Wolverines land that bruising forward that they need. They needed that dose of toughness, and that's what Commwell brings.
2: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna play right next to Terrace Reed, uh, which is uh, about as opposing of a front court as you're going to find anywhere. And uh, he's coming over from the number one defense in the country. Uh, we all know the Volunteers love to play in the fifties. Uh, his offensive game uh, kind of took a step forward last year. I mean, you can knock down your you know your fourteen footers now. A Very good passer for his size. I mean, his ceiling's probably a little bit higher than what we think offensively because he's been playing in the Tennessee offense, which can be slow as molasses. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at anything on the Michigan roster, like the 4-5 um, spot here with Reed and, and Kamwa, like it, it's pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Kamwa to, to make, obviously, an impact on both ends of the floor.
0: Moving right along here, Ace Baldwin, the uh, former VCU guard who is now at Penn State, averaged 12.7 points, 5.8 rebounds, and a, a juicy uh, 2.2 swipes. Per loving the defense there from ace number 12 on the top 300 transfer board. The A-10 player of the year, Eric, follows former VCU coach Mike Rhodes to the Nittany Lions.
1: Yeah, and, and look, going through the recent history of, of this Nittany, Nittany Lion program, you know, Mike Shrewsbury came in and, and had a ton of success in, in a very short amount of time. So now Mike Rhodes comes in and has similar expectations in year one. And, you know, Baldwin comes over with him, you know, obviously going to be familiar with the system, but he also comes over as one of, you know, one of the, the better two-way guards in the entire country. You know, he's right in the conversation with Posh Alexander for the the best defensive point guard in the land. And on, on the offensive side, like, he can he can break down a defense. He can really get to his shot. But he's not always making the the best decision in terms of, when to actually pull that trigger and, and fire that shot off, right? We would, we'd like to see him, you know, really up that efficiency heading heading into this year. You know, presumably he's going to have former VCU teammate next to him, uh, Nick Kearns coming over. So, you know, a lot of opportunity for him to be successful, not only in the system that he knows, but also as he and his running mates really kind of take a step up. You know, this, this is this is a team that's completely transformed. So if he wants that opportunity, it's it's there for the taking for him.
0: Last on our list, but not least, Jamison Battle, the former Minnesota big man, uh, transferring now, of course, to Ohio State, averaged 12.4 points, 3.8 rebounds, and came in at number 32 in the top 300. Obviously, <laughs> these, we don't have the rankings speak for themselves in terms of why we think these guys are the impact transfers in this conference. And, and this is even with Battle coming off of, of a bit of a down year, I would say. But yeah. getting out of Minnesota <laughs> and into you know that system with one of the best offensive coaches in the country should should set battle up for a nice season, Mike.
2: Yeah, the stats took a drop. I mean, he uh, you know normally around forty five, thirty-six, and eighty uh, from your, your four man. Uh, I think he's got an opportunity to play some three here too. You know, Holtman's gonna, gonna have some options with his versatility. He has deep range, he's played thirty-five minutes or more every single year in college. So this he's going into his fifth year. Uh, His experience is going to be absolutely valuable uh, along with uh, Zed Key, right? They're going to have all these young guys around him. Uh, So, yeah, I just feel like he's going to be very, very important for Ohio State's chances to to make a run at this thing. It looks like we got some comments about our transfer list, which typically, guys, typically we do, you know, upwards of of 10 transfers or so. Um, It felt like like this conference had a lot of, yeah, conference had a lot of uh, returning impact players that we went with. Mm-hmm. And you know you guys are gonna splash them up here. I mean, uh, rink mass uh, for the old huskers. Hey, look, Jay right? we we were all about rink mass last year with Bradley. a very, very yep. solid player. Um, you know, can 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 do some things on the floor right. I, I worry a little bit defensively uh, about him uh, at the at the big ten level. Uh, but I think he's gonna play uh, pretty well uh, in that system. Uh, for Hoiberg, and then where is AJ Store? Uh, well, AJ Store, uh, as I have it right now, is probably coming off the bench. Um, I don't know who he's going to start over. He's not going to start over Chucky Hepburn, he's a wing, right? So, you know, AJ Wild, maybe. Uh, so all right, so Connor Exegian, right? Uh, are you taking him off the floor? He showed flashes of brilliance last year, Max Klesman. I mean, super experienced, Uh, been in the system. A.J. Store is coming from a Mike Anderson-led St. John's team, super talented. If you guys watch this guy play, just got taken out sometimes for taking poor shots, having a bad attitude. Look, obviously those things can change, which is kind of weird because it's kind of a clash, right, from what Wisconsin typically does. So it's this was one of the – and we talked about this offseason. This was one of the weirdest uh, fits, I guess, for me uh, Mm -hmm. with Wisconsin. I'm sure you guys would agree. Well, we we we
0: brought yeah, right. that up initially when as soon as we saw it, I think I texted yeah. in the group chat and said like, "What, like, right. just like question mark? Like, what is the what's the thought
2: process here?" Right, right, like, like completely just it's out of left field. Now, do I think he could be an absolute X factor in this conference? Absolutely, but the list of sure. X factors
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and
2: and I don't know. We got Thomas in here saying he reminds me of Johnny Davis, kind of. I think he's got ceiling to be uh Johnny Davis light <laughs> um big praise i don't know i yeah underdeveloped uh underdeveloped yeah underdeveloped davis I, I could see that right i just i watched a lot of st johns and i understand that that was a train wreck last year like we all watch, and we're like what is happening mm-hmm. um and so it's just weird like i don't i don't know that he starts so you know if he comes off the bench and plays 20 minutes he's got to take good shots he's got to play defense in that system uh otherwise he's not going to be playing significant minutes so I look at that starting five with the CJ and Hepburn uh and Klesman and then the two big guys in Wall and, and um and Kral so
0: Listen, we'll see I think I me, think it's interesting
2: I think it's interesting
0: the thing for me is that we've seen him get his dauber down before and in that offense in in that system he could get lost if he's not it, he, but he will he will not get on the floor if his head's not right and if he's not in it man i mean i just i it worries me a little bit you know of course he has the talent but uh yeah yeah i, I mean it's, it's great
2: guard's Greg not going to run him out there if he's taking bad shots and like no. no i don't
0: know not at all good stuff we appreciate that though hopping in there in that live chat and like in those comments we love it because then uh, that allows us to talk about you know store a little bit more than we would have obviously all right like and subscribe if you haven't. If you're hanging out with us, drop us a line in those comments. If you haven't, it's it's popping. It's on and popping in the comments section tonight. Ooh, yeah. Um, If you haven't hopped in there yet, just even just chunk Comment up the section dish. Comment section got me fired up. <laughs> got me fired up. Got me all jacked up.
2: All right. I'm not I'm gonna go I'm gonna go, find, I'm gonna go find the text and be like what what kind of com- We're such a weird I mean, look, you, yeah, I'm looking like- yeah
1: you got you got both these guys inside your your top 100 transfers right it's it's not like you're oh yeah, you're your nose yeah. Them, right like yeah no it's, yeah it's, no it's hard it's it. hard to pick five and we, we went with the top five
0: yeah for sure for sure but obviously you know deserves a little love there make sure you like and subscribe show us some love by doing that do your part of the green streams media universe Show your boys in basketball a little bit of love. All right, of course, if you've been doing our conference previews, you know what's next. You know what's coming. It's the world famous. It's the tears section. And no, not the tears that Minnesota fans will be crying at the end of this season. We are talking a tear ranking system. And tonight, to honor Wisconsin, the and the head. rest of that area with the cheese and everything like that. Known for the cheese. We are going cheese tiers tonight. And, of course, whether you agree with these <laughs> rankings or not, these are Wait,
1: ours.
0: Cheddar is better. So cheddar being the top tier of this conference. And then a little bit of the Gruyere. Gruyere. How do you say Gruyere. Gruyere, Gruyere there at uh, the mid-tier. And then Swiss cheese down at the bottom because, of course, you know, it's the holes. It's got holes. It's got the got holes, holes in, in the it. It's like the team got its holes. Okay. All right. Now you know. Let's start with the ones that we have listed on the team. Oh, we got five of them tonight that we're gonna have to slot in there. But let's start with the ones that are already ranked. Um Yeah, let's start at the top. So these are three teams that we really like to challenge. Obviously, the the tweet that we put out earlier today talked about Michigan State and Purdue. And if anybody else can step up and challenge them. Obviously, we're feeling good about Illinois being in that top tier uh, because of their versatility. Terrence Shannon, who we talked about earlier, along with Coleman Hawkins, like all league ceiling type guys. And then, can Ty Rogers be the answer for Illinois? Um, at point guard is—you know—that's what maybe could bring them down a little bit if they don't get that point guard play. Obviously, Purdue Edie guard play—they're up there. And Michigan State, um, I'd say 1 to 13. Boys, best best roster in the league, 1 to 13. Yeah. Uh, and, I think you know, so. Xavier Booker coming in. 13. Talk about X Factors. We talked you about X Factor earlier. This is the X Factor for Michigan State. How is Izzo going to use him? All right. So, obviously, in the top two there, in no particular order. Actually, it's an alphabetical order if we're being uh, right particular. there. So, Illinois, Michigan State, and Purdue. Mike. I'm going to let you hit the Gruyere. Uh, Some quick thoughts on the mid-tier.
2: I'm so glad I don't have to say. I'm from Texas, (laughs) y'all. Gruyere. Uh, Yeah, the Gruyere thing, whatever. But, all right, so uh, first let's hit a comment. Uh, We got our resident Nebraska fan, uh, the old Kalen's in here too. Michigan State and Purdue uh, should be alone. And then Mason hitting us here with Fred Hoiberg will bring a mass to the next level. But there's a lot of holes, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, kind of kind of one thing that kind of keeps them in that uh, Swiss level that Eric will talk about. But uh, yeah, in the is it Gruyere? Did I say it right? Uh, Indiana. Very good. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Looking good on paper, man. Uh, five star in Baco, former five star the year before in where uh, we didn't talk about Malik Renew, who I think has a ton of upside. Like three, three, four, five has as much upside as anybody else in the country. Then you have Xavier Johnson, right, coming back. Ohio State, so much young talent. You got Zed Key, Jameson Battle. Would like to see him, uh, you know, in, a, in a, with a coach that can, you know, really get him going. Uh, you know, they got a couple of guys too that we didn't even mention, like Del Bonner comes over from Baylor, can give them some depth. Evan Mahaffey transfers over from Penn State. That he's a pretty good defender. So you got some options, got some depth and some versatility. Uh, we haven't talked about Rutgers, Coach Piccolo. I mean, he's built a solid program. With some tough, tough losses to the graduation, of the Can Spencer deal. Uh, really hurt in the portal late in the season. Uh, But you still got the big man. You got Big Cliff there uh, who's going to be able to change the game defensively. Derek Simpson, there were a few games where, you know, that showed me that he'll be ready uh, going into his sophomore year for a larger role. Uh, You know this team's going to play solid defense. I think Noah Fernandez is going to be the X factor He's a transfer guard from UMass. Uh, He's going to have to create offense. That's the one thing, uh, you know, kind of in this record system until they get these guys the following year, uh, if they're able to hold on to these five-star, you know, high schoolers. Uh, they're going to need to find ways to to get the ball in the bucket. We'll see what happens with, uh, you know, coming off the injury and then Wisconsin, uh, kind of briefly touched on it, right? Like I, I love the roster of Wisconsin, right? Like one through one through eight. Uh, give me that all day. Uh, I just worry about store a little bit and how he kind of fits into that system. Uh, but I love the, like, like Tyler wall, like, I mean, yes, at the end of the season, wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, but I think Stephen Kral, man, like he, I think he has a chance to be very, very good. Chucky Hepburn uh, has upside in Esigen last year. like He was so much fun to watch. Uh, he's going to be going into his sophomore year. So uh, I think probably of, of all the teams, the most intriguing upside uh, would come from from Wisconsin. I think the team with the most upside, probably Indiana, just with all this talent in the front court,
1: and then Xavier Johnson leading the point.
2: Eric, what do you got in that, uh, in that Swiss section?
1: I mean, look these these teams are down here for a reason, right? There's there's some holes that you can poke with them, and and you know it it kind of it kind of feels like we're looking at more of the same with with Minnesota and, and Nebraska. You know, M- Minnesota they 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 did a, a good job transforming their backcourt. You know, they they went down to the mid major ranks. They brought in Elijah Hawkins from Howard. They brought in Mike Mitchell from Pepperdine. got to play with Coach Romar over there. Um, they they managed to hang on to their bid man Dawson Garcia. He's back for another year, but. After that, like you look at this bench, you know you're you're looking for scoring, you're looking for defense, you're looking for anything, and you're you're probably going to have a bad time, right? So, you know the the, the guys they trot out there to start the game, you know I think they can be competitive, but you know depth is is a necessary piece in this league, and I I just I don't see it with with Minnesota, you know Nebraska, there's there's certainly some hope here, right? Like you've got you've got Casey Tomanaga. His, his energy is his scoring there's a lot of things to like there bunch of mid-major transfers as well um you know Bryce Williams the wing coming in from Charlotte he's you know he's going to be one of our favorite guys to watch take this jump up to the next level we've obviously got rank mass coming in from Bradley we've talked about him a bit on this show certainly a kid that has a ton of upside to his game it's just you know whether or not that can develop as soon as this year is is a legitimate question and then just broadly on on the defensive side like you you wonder how this how this roster as constructed is going to get stops right? So you know certainly pieces to like with with both of these squads, but as we sit a couple weeks away from the the start of the season, any time that a team has uh, either of these teams has as many question marks as these ones do, they're they're going to find themselves in our in our bottom tier. I
0: would we I mean if we if we had four tiers here, you know would we even pull like maybe like. Michigan State and Purdue, and then like tier like one B, like Illinois and Indiana. Could you make an yeah, argument? I, th-
2: I think if we did a four tier system. Um, you know, kind of our the way our tiers are laid out. It's like who can who can legitimately challenge for yeah for a league crown, and and I think you know, Kalen's probably right. Like Michigan State and, and Purdue, but look, last year, every year, Marquette was picked what ninth in the Big East. They won the Big East. Purdue wasn't on the, in the top twenty-five. We picked what, up fifth or sixth last year. They want so look. It's college basketball, guys. <laughs> we can sit yeah. here and tear it all we want. So there's going to be three or four teams in the power conferences that blow this thing up, and we're yeah. like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs>
0: oh, there we go. All right, I got good some more deal. comments coming through. More comments. What we got? Yeah.
2: Uh, all right, opinion yeah. on Coach Greg Guard? Uh hmm. boy. I give him a little bit of a pass last year. Um, <laughs> just a little bit of one. I, I think he's okay. Um, when I think of the Greg Gard, though, I think of the fight with <laughs> with Jawan Howard, which, <laughs> <laughs> which is fantastic. I still think, I think that's hilarious. what Thomas was getting at, too. <laughs> Anyone better than Jawan Howard? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or anyone's literally better than Jawan Howard. But yeah, I mean, the guy's been so successful. Like, what, what are we going to do here? Like, <laughs> Brian Tarbuck better than Greg Gard. So. There you go. I mean the thing with Greg Gard is though like he's won twenty games, what five or six of his least he been there, like eight or nine years now? So
1: that's not easy. Kind of
2: tough. Yeah, I mean he's been to the seed sixteen a couple of times. You know, the the postseason play you know recently hasn't been great. Uh but I think he's got a really good team. Yeah, they're uh, so deep. I think yeah, they're 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 deeper now than they have been. I anyway. It, exactly exactly <laughs> he has no heart took a big step back when they lost bo oh yeah i mean
1: that's a big to loss oh
2: so ryan so yeah i mean yeah that's kind of the thing there and then anyone better than juan and then mason with the uh with the old preach on that preach. one so uh hey i didn't i didn't come into tonight thinking we were going to talk a lot about fred hoiberg and greg Gard. but here we are we appreciate you guys in the comments <laughs> yes like, we love that like absolutely yeah. keep it coming yeah. man. So.
0: Keep them coming. Uh, keep them coming while we slot in those five teams there at the bottom of our old tier maker. Once again, I am the tiebreaker, and I will decide. I have the power. No one man should have all of this power, but I do. Thank you very much as the conductor of this train. I'll break the tie if I need to. Let's start with Iowa, the Hawkeyes. Mike, what do you got? Where are you putting them
2: in these tiers? Oh, man. Well, first off, I hope there isn't an Iowa fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I just feel like I'm talking to Big Ten, but I don't mind it this year. Um, I feel like if I'm going to anger something. We've been something waiting on offense. you. We've been waiting on We've you, been waiting on you. Right? <laughs> um, oh, man. Chris Murray's gone. Your boy, Jay, Rebracha's gone. One of the McCaffreys and Connors gone. I'm not jumping up and down with what they have coming back. I mean, I like Tony Perkins a little bit. Peyton Sanford, I think he has some upside, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and slap these guys, uh, at least for me, down in the Swiss. I'll duck here. And I'm sure Iowa fans will uh, either be in the comments or are watching this now. Give me that that good old friend McCaffrey stare uh, at the referee on the baseline treatment right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and duck.
1: I'm gonna you duck. You deserve
2: it. And I want to see if Eric can uh, maybe slot a little higher. I don't know, Eric. Are you with me?
1: I mean, look, you 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 make valid points, right? But a like, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that stare. And and Coach McCaffrey, like, he hasn't had an efficient offensive efficiency outside of the top twenty since twenty seventeen. He hasn't had uh, a, 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 he hasn't had this team ranked outside of the top sixty since his first year in twenty eleven. Right, like. The, the the guy knows how to coach, he knows how to put the pieces together with what he has on his roster. You you brought up Stanford, like he could he could legitimately break out. They've also got DeSante Bowen, a, a solid guard there who's got some upside. You know, there's there's also another McCaffrey still here, right? Patrick. <laughs> Patrick's hanging around. It seems like these McCaffrey's just always they kind play of crop up year over year. <laughs> and you know, he 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 played a ton of ball. He's he's a super versatile kid you know they they're going to the they're going defun- to struggle on the defensive side you know that hasn't been um you know a, a strong suit for them they're much more of an offensive minded team but I, I i can't put them all the way down in in, in the swiss category i'll i'll, I'll no. vote for Greer. Oh. Greer? yeah don't yeah, you, don't, you, you worry, here. don't worry
0: here don't worry don't worry eric you on this uh, you were with me 3, three no. last show yeah i hope you enjoyed it because it ain't happening tonight yeah, big okay. cat Uh, No, put them in that in that in that mid tier. Um, Bone and Sanford are going to surprise. I really feel that haven't gotten that opportunity before. And I think they're they're going to shock some people. Yeah. Perkins and McCaffrey are solid. We're going to put them in the Grier there in that mid tier. Okay, how about the Terrapins next? Uh, Mike, I'll start with you again. Where are you putting them?
2: Oh boy, uh, before we get to the terrapins, got a quick comment here. What do we got? Is that Thomas? Oh, back?
1: Thomas is back, he's oh, got a dude. point. Rolling they're going and going, scoring yep. the ball. Loved one, one of, um, one
2: of the two teams playing in the top 100 in tempo in the Big Ten. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> Enjoy that. All right,
2: all right, uh, thanks for that comment again. Yep. Thanks for continuing to
0: jump in for sure. Yep. Uh, all right, let's hit the terrapins, Mike.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, 22 wins. They got a big three. We talked about them. Young, Scott, Reese. I mean, we like, uh, you know, the freshman guard there, Harry Smith. I think a transfer that went really underrated is Jordan Geronimo. Uh, comes over from Indiana. This guy can play some ball, man. He's a great weapon for them off the bench. Uh, This is a team, they don't turn the ball over and they play solid defense. So when you do that, you have a chance to win every game. Uh, I really like this team. I think they can challenge. They beat Purdue last year during the regular season. They, uh, you know, they, they, had some nice wins last year for sure. Uh, so for me, if we're talking about four tiers, maybe slotting in that second. But I think they can challenge a few things go their way and they get some development from some guys. Uh, I think we we'll put them up there in the cheddar. Eric, are you uh, are you feeling that too? What do you What do you got here?
1: I mean, I'm I'm feeling good about myself after I get that, <laughs> that quick dub in the in the first round. <laughs> But on, honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this one, right? Like this team last year, you know, they, they shot under 33% from three, which is, is not something that, that I'm, that I'm, I'm going to sign off on. You you look at the roster for this year and, you know, nobody that's projected to get significant minutes is, is really that bucket from, from outside, right? You know, maybe, maybe one of the freshmen can, can step up, but you know, I, I think that's really what, what kept them from taking the, the next step previously and, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if they have the guys to, you know, make make many gains in that regard. You know, it, it, looking at the rest of this roster, you know, everyone is is loving Deshaun Harris-Smith, but they're, you know, they're, they're going to miss Hakeem Hart, who's off to Villanova. You know, kind of like I've said before, Jay, like, just with, you know, with with the question marks that, that abound on this team, I I don't know if they're going to be all the way up at that cheddar level. And also, I just like saying the word Gruyere, so I'll put him <laughs> in Gruyere.
0: Too bad, because nothing can stop them there all the
2: way up. I get <laughs> nice. the point.
0: Ooh. I get the point on the outside shooting. All right, I, I understand, but we the, there's a lot of things that we know that we're gonna get from this team. The tough defense, the same big three, keep. Uh, um, how am I trying to? Oh, they take care of the basketball. Yes, and they get to the free throw line. We know what we're gonna get out of them. Oh yeah. And they beat Purdue and Miami last ah, yes, they can man. play with the best.
2: They will compete team. with
0: the best again. <laughs> Put them up top with that cheddar. All right. All right.
2: So Let's if, talk F- about if FD, you can beat Purdue, Purdue everyone can.
0: <laughs> everybody. Everybody. happy.
2: One shining moment.
0: One shining moment. Yes, believe it. Believe it. They'll, Maryland's don't sleep, okay? Let's not sleep on these guys. Put them in the cheddar. Okay. Wow. Let's talk about the Wolverines and uh, oh, the boy. aforementioned Juwan
2: Howard. <laughs> Mike, take it away. Uh, can we talk about <laughs> Um, We'll say that for another show. Him uh, videotaping a uh, high offense. <laughs> um, all right, so you looked backward last year with Michigan. Two lottery picks. You had Bufkin and Jed Howard. Who was at center? Hunter Dickinson. You didn't make the tournament. Yikes. Now so you have the Caleb Love saga. You don't get him. Look, you land combo, which is nice. You play next to Teresh Reed. Um, outside of that, it's just hard to find any excitement. I'm sorry, Wolverine fans. I am a Debbie Downer tonight. Uh, they got holes, man, and and I, like I stack this roster up against a lot of these rosters, and uh, I'm having to go with some Swiss here, Eric. Um, Come on, man, you got to be you got to be here with me on this one, man. They, unless you're going with Dougie McBuckets from there to uh to go for like 25 and 10 every every <laughs> night. <laughs> my
1: my guy, Dougie McBuckets, he would he would be good on like one out of 12 slates. But those were great slates. And and look, this this whole this whole setup's weird, right? Like you, you, you detailed very well how talented this roster was and how they couldn't really do anything with it in spite of that talent. And, you know there is a point where this offseason looked like, uh, you know, a, a dub in, in Coach Howard's book as he was this close to landing Caleb Love. And that obviously fell through. Caleb Love is up to the Pac-12. And like you mentioned, like, you know, Dougie McBuckets would, would show us something every now and again, right? He, he looked he looked pretty solid by, by freshman standards. Obviously, you know, we, we expect him to carry that, that momentum forward you know, Terrace Reed, he's, he's in, in a, in for a monster year, just given how much usage and opportunity there is. But, you know, o- overall, Mike, I, I think I'm with you here, right? Like it's it's going to be tough sledding with this roster night Jeez. in and night out. Ken Palm has got them projected below 500 in conference nine and 11. You know, I, I might even have a few more L's coming that way. So we're uh, we're, we're back to back poking holes this this feels like Swiss cheese to me, Jay. You, uh, yeah, the roster's not as good as it was
2: last year. Well, it's just, it's just weird
0: to to see it. Slot that M right there on that Swiss cheese line, man. Like, that's. Uh... I mean, it's not surprising, right? Like you said, the roster—it's—it's it's bad. But Michigan needs to be better. This is—that's really inexcusable to me, especially with the talent there. All right. Two more here. Let's move on to Northwestern. Mike, how are we feeling about Coach Collins' squad in the 23-24 season?
2: Oh, well, I wrote this squad up as an underrated team to pay attention to. I don't know how they can be underrated. I guess it's because it's Northwestern, so they're always supposed to be bad, even though they've been pretty good the last uh, few years, sure, especially under uh, Coach Collins. But it's uh, it's your boy Jay Boo Booey back for year five, and yeah, I think Eric hit on it. You know, you lose Aldish like. That's not great, right? But luckily, there's that transfer portal. Ryan Langford comes over from Princeton. They had a Sweet 16 run, so he's got some good experience there. Justin Mullins. I don't know if he's gonna make an immediate impact. He's a transfer from Denver. He's a freshman uh, last year. I don't know if he's gonna make an immediate impact this year, but a really solid piece and and should do some damage here in the coming years. I think a guy to watch for me is Ty Berry, and, and the thing that kind of kind of gets them into the to the Grier category for me. Uh, big strong guard. Um, we really need to see him develop an outside shot, but I really like what I saw from him out of flashes, and he's going to get more opportunity. Uh, you know, there's 35 minutes just kind of waiting for him there. So, Eric, uh, I'm in the uh, Grier category again with this Northwestern team. Are you there with me, my friend?
1: Of course. It's Boo Booey. I'm a big Boo Booey fan. Uh, the name that you did mention on this roster is is Brooks Barnheiser, right? I, I think, you know, not exactly the same type of player as as Bowie, but another player that is in prime position to you know be a a breakout candidate for them. Obviously, Adige leaving, you know, it it, it stings for this roster. They they also lost a a good wing shooter in, in Robbie Barron, right? So, you know, I I think I think Northwestern is as a program in a position to you know continue to build off off this momentum. You know, I I think a lot of that has to do with with Chris Collins. He's he is a rock solid coach. He's a guy that you know does more with less. I just I think I think he's got a little bit more this year, but they're not quite in that in that top top Chetta Tia, and also Grier is fun to say. So I'll uh, I'll put him <laughs> here in the middle.
0: No, I, I understand what's going on here, and <laughs> you guys just agreeing, so I don't get a chance to vote. You're stripping me We're of my out, power. Mike. And my out. fun, and I'm going to go ahead and need you to adjust that <laughs> on this one. I think that might um, happen <laughs> All right, here we go. Last one here. We are. All right, what do we got here? <laughs> Penn State, Mike. Oh. A whole new team, right? Like, what's the – a lot of question marks here. New team,
2: new staff. What's up in the air here? So how are you feeling? I love me some Ace Baldwin. Uh, the rest of the roster, it's intriguing, like Puff Johnson, haven't seen him in an expanded role from North Carolina. Could feel like he could be a breakout player. Cadiz uh, Wahab, like played him a lot in DFS, right? Um, one of the most frustrating Georgetown slates. Plenty of experience. Uh, you know, someone that can control the glass for sure. I'm high on Raquandis Mitchell uh, from the mid majors, with Summit League from Kansas City. This dude can flat out score. Just worry if he can do it, uh, you know, at the Big Ten stage. And then I worry about three point shooting on this team. I, I just. <laughs> Last year they were amazing from three. Uh this year they are gonna be pretty poor, I'd imagine on paper. Uh, I see them being competitive though on a nightly basis, Eric. Um I will slot them. I'll slot them Guerre. I collect it.
0: Gruer
1: Whatever you say. Eric. All right. You with me? Uh, it's pronounced Greer. Oh, I um, and and look, this, <laughs> this, this, this roster on on paper looks looks pretty decent, right? Like n- you're not going to get argument from anyone here or seemingly across the country about what Ace Baldwin can can be. Um, you know, now that he's moved in into the, the high major ranks, but I mean, this is an entire rebuild job. A, a ton of transfers coming in and I, I think every one of them you know has has legitimate question marks for for different reasons right several of them are coming in from the mid-major ranks you know how is their game going to translate to you know one of if not the toughest conference in in the entire country Mike you mentioned Puff Johnson coming in from North Carolina he's also coming in with DeMarco Dunn we've also got Zach Hicks coming in from Temple like are they are they going to be good enough in a in an expanded role right like each of these guys to varying degrees has shown a little bit of something in, you know, kind of a, a secondary or even ancillary role, they're probably going to be asked to do a lot more. And sometimes that that transition takes time, right? So, like, you know, for for me, I'm I'm trying to be consistent here, even when we have, you know, a fair amount of confidence, like like we do with the the coaching staff coming in, a, even when they're bringing guys in from their program, you know these these day one type rebuilds, like they just they take some time. So I'm I'm gonna wait to see this one actually play out on the court as opposed to how it looks on paper. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pop them in the Swiss category. Jay, you uh you get to close us out with a nice little tiebreaker. Where are you going?
0: Very good, very good. And I honestly I wish I knew where I was going. And I don't have any idea where this team is going and and what it's gonna look like. Oh is it gonna gel? Is it gonna mesh? Um, outside of Ace Baldwin, who are, we are, we are obviously very, very high on. Um, is there another All-Conference caliber player here? Even in you know thirteen, anything really? Um, look at those teams in that mid, in that mid tier, in the Grier tier. Those are NCAA tournament caliber type teams, in my opinion. I just I can't get there yet with the within the new lions. So Swiss cheese it is in Happy the Swiss Cheese dog. Valley. It, <laughs> Swiss cheese it is. All right. So our final tiers up in the Cheddar is better up at the top. <laughs> Illinois, Maryland, Michigan State, and Purdue, of course, in the mid tier. Gruyere for tonight in the cheese tier. Indiana, Iowa, Northwestern, Ohio State, Rutgers, and Wisconsin. And the old Swiss cheese with the holes in the two. Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Penn State. That wraps up the tiers. And, boys and girls, that wraps up our Big Ten preview. What a night especially in that live chat. We appreciate everybody dropping in. There's still a few minutes here to get your last shout-outs in before we sign off. But first, I'm going to go to the Baron of Bread himself for some clothing, clothing, closing thoughts (laughs) on the Big Ten. Some clothing thoughts, too, if you want to talk jerseys. Eric, yeah, clothing, we all got it on today. We all got it on. Hey, (laughs) hey, 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 closing (laughs) thoughts on the Big Ten, Eric. Go ahead
1: man i uh, i i kind of made this point tongue-in cheek uh off off the top about eight teams making their way in last year and only one of them making their way out of the first weekend um and how just math is on their side that we'll see more teams advance uh you know from from this this league but practically speaking i i i think i think on merit these teams are 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 largely looking better right like some of the the programs that had questions about their upside, a lot of that had to do with age, with experience, with tenure on the court. A lot of those programs retained their key guys, right? A couple of the the, the outfits out there that were just a piece or two away really did a good job in answering those questions through the transfer portal, right? So look, I, I think I think we we might see another. Another good-sized lot of Big Ten teams make their way into March. But if if nothing else, I, I think the ones that do are, are in a better position to make some noise this year.
0: That that eye test for me is going to tell whether or not I even pay attention to any of these teams in my racket again because we <laughs> talked about the style of play, not translating. But we shall see. Go mm-hmm. to the captain. Close us out.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to be watching for these things uh, that are – intriguing to me towards the middle and bottom uh i'm looking a lot at wisconsin Uh, keeping a sharp eye on michigan for sure penn state i really want to see what this looks like like i know all the names from you know i just haven't seen their games and expanded roles so i'm excited to see that and also can illinois and maryland can they can they push michigan state and purdue um like we think they can uh so that's uh that's definitely going to be a lot of fun and uh yeah i'm looking forward uh who we got coming up on the uh we got what two more shows left, Jay? Two more shows. The S E
0: C coming up next. So make sure that you have hit those like and subscribe buttons. Turn on those notification bells as well. So you do not miss a minute of what we are doing here at Green Screens Media and on One and Done. I am the conductor. My name is Jay. He is the wait. He is El Capitan himself. That is Mr. Mike Holland at MC Holland 34. At Fantasy Nav in those Twitter streets, of course, is the Baron of Bread of Greenscreens Media. That's Eric Romoff. Shout out to the The Real TheRealNapier. Shout out to at GetGreenscreens on Twitter and TikTok. And shout out to at OneAndDoneCBB over there on X. Give everybody a follow. Shout out to Thomas, Kalen, Mason, and, of course, Grady for hopping in those comments sec next coming up tell somebody you love them have a nice day let's get this spread baby thanks for stopping by the office get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. and until the next visit be well and take care